All our lives, we've been told to go to school, get good grades, get a good job, and you'll be set. How's that working out for you? I'm Tavana Denise, physical therapist turned life and business coach, and I'm on a mission to help you create a life you love and a business on your terms. If you want more time, more freedom, more flexibility, I can help you create it. Welcome to Breaking Protocol, the show for women in healthcare who want more. I just finished hosting the most incredible group of women in the Patients to Clients five-day challenge. Imagine five days working together in the Thrive Network Facebook group on some key things you have to think through and sort out to start building traction in your business. We talked about setting business hours, looking at your money so you can know not guess how much it'll take to walk away from your job so you're not stressed out. We talked about how to get clear about the people you want to serve and what problem you love talking about. And of course, how to find them once you know who they are. And then also we talked about how to price your services. There were awards in the whole nine yards. It was so much fun. But my favorite part was the clarity that the ladies walked away with. They said things like, I didn't realize just how many groups there were out there with my ideal client. I didn't realize how I was mixing my job and my business together, and it was making it hard for me to find clients. Which brings me to what I want to talk to you about today. Indecision fatigue. Now, have you ever noticed how Steve Jobs and some of the other Silicon Valley guys wear pretty much the same thing all the time. It's because they don't want us to come to decision fatigue. Now, decision fatigue is the phenomenon where you feel exhausted from making too many choices or a really long session of decision making, which is said to lead to making poor choices. So what the Silicon Valley guys did was said, hey, we're gonna reduce the number of decisions we have to make basically by wearing the same thing. Not the same clothes, but like the same. Steve Jobs had 50 million black turtlenecks, right? So he didn't have to think about what he was gonna wear. He just picked one of the turtlenecks out and picked out a pair of jeans and the same tennis shoes, right? And what I find happens with us, not just the women, but I think even those of us in healthcare that are new to the business world, here's how it goes, right? We want to be in business, but we don't want to leave anybody out. And I personally think on an aside that this is because when we work in the hospitals and when we work in the clinics, we just kind of see whoever's given to us. We don't ever get to choose. We don't even think that that's a thing. So when we go into business, we have this mentality that we want to help all the people and we don't want to leave anyone out. And also we don't want to charge, but that's a whole nother conversation. So we choose a super broad niche. And the problem with that is when you're trying to include everybody, nobody actually thinks you're talking to them. So the best analogy I have right now is when, like when you're sitting in a staff meeting and I use this one a lot because it kind of used to get on my nerves when I did on the rare occasion, go to a staff meeting, but it's like when the manager is saying, you all have to finish your notes on time, or you all have to bring your 
productivity up and you're looking at your, you know what your productivity number is, or at least I was like, I knew what mine was and it was way above the standard or what the goal was. And we all knew who was running their mouth all day and wasn't getting their productivity numbers. But the manager would talk in these vague general terms, right? Like you need to get your productivity up, but they wouldn't say who, right? Just pull that person aside and say who, so that you know that that person is being spoken to. And it's interesting because it would be like that person that everybody else knew, but that person like, oh, well, somebody else has an issue. And the same thing is happening when we get out and try to market in our business and find clients. So we keep our message super broad and also super bland because, oh, by the way, we don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. And then we wonder why we don't have any clients or we find people, but then they want to kind of shop around. And so I recently did a guest interview on the Make Money as a Life Coach podcast with Stacey Bayman. It was episode 80, 80, and it was a lot of fun, but I think it was also really good and people were reaching out because I'm very clear that I'm talking to women in healthcare who are bored, that know they're meant for more, but they're afraid because of all of the conditioning. And maybe it's the conditioning from being a woman, which is a thing in and of itself, but maybe it's that extra layer of being in healthcare. So when I talk about her, when I talk about you, people know, you know that I know what I'm talking about. And by extension, people reach out because they think I might also be able to help them because I understand the problem and I can communicate the problem. That only comes with specificity, right? I cannot talk about the people pleasing and the wanting to get things right. And I can't have a podcast called the Breaking Protocol Podcast if I'm not clear that I'm talking to someone in healthcare right? Because we have all of those protocols. So it extends into branding and marketing and messaging and sales and the program and the, the analogies and examples that I give so that you know what I'm talking about and we can relate to one another. So when we did the challenge last week, all kinds of light bulbs were going off because when you decide to choose one path, you stop spinning in your brain. It's like, oh, okay. Now that I've made this decision, I can move forward and make some progress. So where and how does indecision fatigue show up? I'll give you a few examples and see if it's showing up for you and draining your battery. The one way is in choosing a niche. We wanna stay broad because we think we'll get more clients that way which kind of makes sense if you think about it. If you're thinking, I don't have any clients right now, so if I choose a niche, I definitely won't have any. But what happens is you end up talking to a bunch of people who are like, hmm, no thanks, because they're not sure about you and your services because you're not sure about them, right? So it also comes up in your marketing. So I created a document with 15 ways to find clients without paid advertising and no email list, right? Do you think you can be good at all 15? No, probably not. 
So what happens with the indecision fatigue, right? So you run around, should I do this one? Should I do this one? Should I mark it this way? Should I mark it that way? So we run ourselves ragged trying to learn all the ways to find clients, but not actually ever doing the work to find clients. And so what might happen if you just picked one? You made a decision and picked one of the ways you could really get good at it, but then I have to talk about the fear, right? That also comes up of wanting to get it right. You see where I'm going with this? Okay, two more. Two more ways where indecision fatigue comes up. I see it happen all the time around indecision around your program. Should it be a one-on-one? Should it be a group? Should it be a membership? Should it be a retreat? Like I can just get tired thinking about all of the different business models and ways you could put it together. And so think about what might happen if you just decide and you pick one rather than bouncing around and trying one and a little bit here and trying another a little bit there. It actually ends up being more work. And then the final way that I see, well, not the final, but one of the final ways is pricing. Oh my goodness. The price and decision. There are definitely a few ways to come up with your best answer for this, which I do help my clients with, but ultimately you have to choose one so you can get started. And the energy that we burn going back and forth is like so intense. So it's kind of like, when you're trying to decide if you're going to go to school. Once you make the decision, then you know what you need to do, right? You have to fill out the application, get the recommendations, whatever, right? And then suddenly your next steps become so clear. And I saw it over and over and over again during the challenge where people when they were forced, I mean, of course, I didn't force them to do anything, but in that moment when they saw how to make the decision, then their next steps became so clear. It was easier for them to find the clients that before weren't there. Like, where do you find them? And then all of a sudden, like, they're everywhere. And I want that for you too, right? So I I thought I'd better share this with you because if you have been working so hard in your business and also feeling very exhausted and feeling like you're not getting anywhere, indecision fatigue might be the culprit. So here is something that I have my clients do that I'll offer you. When you find yourself spinning an indecision, write a list of the decisions that you need to make. And as you go down the list, do a gut check. Ask yourself, what feels like the truest answer in this moment? and just write it down. Don't spend a lot of time. Don't go back and forth. Just decide on that point and move to the next decision. You are likely going to feel so much relief after doing that. Because here's the deal. (laughs) One of the things you're going to have to get good at in order to become effective in your business is making decisions. I know we want to avoid them out of fear of making the wrong choice, but what if you chose to believe that the right choice is always the one you make with the information that you have at the time? So that's what I have for you today, friend. If you want some support in your business, go to tavonadenise.com forward slash momentum to share your vision for your business with me and get some clarity about potential roadblocks and decide if it's a good fit for us to work together. 
Until next time. Thank you.